1: The best part of all of this, well, is the Bears getting DJ Moore, among other things. I remember, and I love, listen, I love Packers Twitter as much as anybody. And those dimwits for the last couple of weeks were like, hey, watch the Bears not get anything. This is a depressed market when you don't need a quarterback. Listen, all that stuff that all you guys were saying, trying to pretend that teams were still not going to trade up for the number one overall pick. The number one overall pick is the number one overall pick. I saw things over the last couple of weeks where people were talking about like, well, you know, whenever. It's not always, there's it hasn't always been the case of teams trading up for the number one overall pick because usually the team picking first needs a quarterback. The Bears certainly didn't need a quarterback and yet they still went out there and went to work. And Ryan Poles, Got a haul. He absolutely fleeced the Carolina Panthers, and I can't wait to talk about it. So, Sammy, let's start the show.
0: Turn up your, your, volume. Up your volume because you're about to listen to the Sick, the Sick Podcast with Adam Ray. Trying to cut it back. Justin Fields making magic happen. The Sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sports entertainment, like no other, it's gonna be sick.
1: Welcome to the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank, a very special edition. We are coming to you live Friday Afternoon. After the Bears have traded away the first overall pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers, I would like to go over the particulars real quick just for everybody who's catching up. Trying to look, the Bears will get pick number 9 this season. They will get a second round pick. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Uh a second round pick which is pick 61 overall, a first round pick in 2024, a second round pick in 2025. The Chicago Bears did not get a first round pick in the 2025 season, which a lot of people anticipated when a team jumps from nine to one. The reason being is that the Chicago Bears went out there and draft and got DJ Moore, one of the most electric players in the NFL. One of my favorite wide receivers over the last couple of years. And anybody who knows me from the NFL fantasy football show, Knows that I've had a very storied relationship with DJ Moore. Uh, It always felt like whenever I was starting DJ Moore, uh, he did not perform as you would expect a player of his caliber to perform. If I had to bench him because they were, because the Carolina Panthers were starting some curtain jerker quarterback, not Sam Darnold, but somebody else. Then he would go out there and ball out. But now all that stuff is water under the ridge because he is a member of the Chicago bears. And this was a, a guy that we had been talking about over the last, I don't know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, that you would love to see the Bears take a run at DJ Moore. Now, a lot of people were like, you know what? Never happening. The Panthers aren't trading him. The Panthers did not want to trade him. Now, obviously, more details will continue to emerge as we as this story continues to develop. But there is a belief amongst NFL circles that the Carolina Panthers wanted to send the Bears their first-round draft pick in 2025. Because, again, the the cost of doing business, they go from nine to one. That's a huge leap. And so the cost of doing business was an additional first-round pick. But Ryan Poles, I think wisely, decided on DJ Moore. Now, I'm not seeing anybody being upset with this. Uh, There hasn't been too much blowback. I'm sure there will be. Uh, Give it time. There will be people who do not love the idea of getting DJ more and they will make their voices heard and we can go ahead and dismiss them. Now, let's go after this a number of different ways. I kind of want to break this down a little bit. Let's break it down in order of of the compensation that's happening. Now, first of all, dropping down to number nine, I think this is a great opportunity for the Chicago Bears. Now, I was talking with Sammy and Anello before we came onto the air here. There's still a chance that there is another trade down. Now, remember, the Bears are still, still, still chasing a little bit. They do not have their 32nd overall selection, but they do have Chase Claypool, which I think now when you start to look at the wide receiver room, you're like, hey, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. That's a very good trio. I really love that trio. We somehow went from one of the worst receiver rooms in the NFL, like, let's be honest. We love Darnell Mooney, but, you know, he needs help. And so now this is one of the most robust. I am still a fan of Bayless Jones Jr. There, of course, there's still Equinemius St. Brown. There's maybe an outside chance that they add somebody like me, Cole Hardman. But you know they will not be taking Jacoby Myers or somebody like that. And that is the biggest question to me. Number nine, everybody's going to be like, well, what do we do now? Because a lot of people, when we were going under the guys that the trade, a lot of people seemed to believe that Carolina was going to be the team that moved up for the number one overall pick. And a lot of people seem to believe that that meant Jackson Smith and Jigma was going to be the guy that the Bears selected at number nine. Now, it's my belief that that is not off the table. Why would you not take a look at him? If you are convinced that he is a game breaker, that he is a Chris Alave, uh, Garrett Wilson type of player, then why wouldn't you go out there and add him to your room? You add him to that wide receiver core. I'm happy. I would. I would love that. I would not think that that's going to be a bad move at all. What I will tell you, a lot of that is going to be determined by what the Bears do in free agency. They have a lot of options. They have a lot of money, so to speak. There's going to be a lot of a lot of stories told by who they sign in the next couple of days in during the, the fantasy free agency. And just thinking of a couple of the names, I'm going to go through uh, a couple of guys, if I have my free agency list. Now let's start off Orlando Brown. Now this is one of the things that we've been talking about over the uh, last couple of weeks. Who, who do, what do they do? What do the Bears do about Orlando Brown? Now for me, Ryan Poles, we talked about this with Carmen, on Tuesday night, Ryan Poles knows as much as anybody what his value is, what his value is worth, and all that stuff. If Ryan Poles is of the belief that Orlando Brown can be the linchpin at left tackle, which would mean Braxton Jones is going to move to right tackle, maybe even left guard. I'm I'm here for it, okay? I'm going to let Ryan Poles go out there and do his work and do what he needs to do and if he comes out and says, we need Orlando Brown, sign Orlando Brown. If the Bears do not sign Orlando Brown, and you're one of those people who think that we should understand that Ryan Poles was part of an organization that brought him in, brought him over from Baltimore, converted him, and knows exactly why the Kansas City Chiefs did not keep him. So let's let Ryan Poles. Does he not have your trust yet? Can we just sit here? and acknowledge that maybe Ryan Poles knows what he's doing. So if they go out and do not sign Orlando Brown, do not sweat it. And if they do, I don't want to hear your amateur analysis about like, well, I was watching this, him getting blown up. I don't care because the big boy in charge is making the determination. And if we bring him in, we bring him in. If not, that's fine. There are other options. There's other options too, like Javon Hargrave. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, Jamel Dean. I've been talking about Jamel Dean for the last couple of weeks. Do not be surprised if we go out and sign Jamel Dean. Do not not sweat it at all. He is one of the top guys in free agency. Could absolutely be picked up. You know, Dalton Schultz could find himself into the mix. I don't think that we're going to go after C.J. Gardner-Johnson, but maybe Jawan Taylor or Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones is probably the most interesting to me. So now you start to take a look at where the Bears could go in free agency, and that is going to shape what they do at number nine overall. We know they're probably not – I shouldn't say probably not going to sign another wide receiver because Mikko Hardman could be a bargain, but they're not going to overspend for them. And with the lack of available talent at the wide receiver position, those guys are going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Jacoby Myers is going to get paid. Nico Hardman's going to get paid. DJ Chark is going to get paid. The best part about all of that? The Chicago Bears do not need to overpay for them. That is amazing. Which means a lot of those guys that I just mentioned could be on the table for the Chicago. All of them. Bring them all in. The Bears have a lot of options now. And then you look at the draft, and let's say you don't, let's say you don't sign Orlando Brown. Well, you've got Paris Johnson, you've got Peter Skaronsky. Uh, You could go for uh, JSN once again. Like, there's a lot of move down. There's a lot of different moves that you could make. The Bears also will be getting an additional second-round pick, which is huge. Having two second-round picks now gives you a lot of options. I know that we're going to sit here and we're going to wonder what could have been with the number 32 overall selection. again. I am very comfortable with Chase Claypool as our guy, like as one of our guys, as our receiver room. So a lot of this is going to be dictated about what happens in free agency. And I think, again, we should look at this and be, you know what, we feel great about this. Let's talk about 2024. Now the Bears will be having two first round picks. And if you look at what happened with the Lions this season, what a great situation. And not only that, but I think Seattle was in this. Seattle was in this mix too. Let's look at Seattle. Let's look at Detroit. Two teams. Now Seattle obviously made the playoffs. Detroit competed for the playoffs, had the best ending outside of Kansas City. Nobody had a better ending to their season outside of Kansas City than the Detroit Lions. Nobody. Well, maybe us because, you know, things worked out as they may. But you look at this, now all we have to do is root for the Panthers to lose every week. We want the Panthers to just be terrible. We want whatever quarterback that they pick, be it Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Tony Richardson, whomever it is, we want that quarterback to be terrible. Or I mean, we don't need them to be terrible, but they're going to have a season like the Bears had this year where they're very competitive and yet end up with the number one overall selection. That's the thing that you have to realize. The Bears now have two picks in the first round next season. I am of the mind that the Bears are going to be very competitive. We're going to be like the Lions this season. We are going to be like the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. We're going to end up winning between nine to ten games. We just are. And you can be a hater, and you can sit here and be like, we have too many holes to fill. Uh, that's That's why Ryan Poles is getting all these draft picks. That's why we're getting set to spend all this money in free agency because we are going to go out there and fill our roster and bring in organizational depth. And this is what I said a couple of weeks ago. And people were giving me S online because I said that they will use the free agency part to build organizational depth, to bring in guys like Draymond Johnson and players like that who will come in and fulfill a role and do what they got to do. Sorry, Draymond Jones. Uh, Come in and fulfill a role and do their thing, and then we're going to go out there and we're going to find other dynamic players. And it's already happening with DJ Moore, possibly drafting Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Like, this team is already looking vastly different from the team that we saw a couple of weeks ago. And so I think there's a lot to be encouraged by, and it's a lot of fun. You can blow up your mock drafts. And remember, you know what? Even though we don't have the first pick, overall pick on the draft, there's still a lot of things happening. I still think that we move down a little bit. But again, going back to 2024, we have that first round pick. Now, we don't want to sit here and think about the unthinkable. Let's. I, I don't think that we need to even discuss this because I think Justin Fields is good and Justin's going to have a great season and he's going to be like, oh, yeah, we've got our quarterback. We're fine. We're going to go out. And let's say Carolina is terrible. We could actually be in the mix for a guy like Marvin Jones Jr. Next year. I know a lot of people be thinking about Caleb Williams and things like that. We don't even need to deal with Caleb Williams. And the great part of it too, if Carolina is really terrible, we could go out there and be in another situation where we trade back again, get additional draft capital in 2025. Ryan pulls. Has done such a masterful job and he picked such a good team. It's a good team to trade with. I mean, Houston would have been ideal. I know a lot of you um, had been hopeful that we were going to get two and 12, that the Colts were going to like the Colts, the Colts pick that they would have sent us would have been similar. The package would have been similar. The only difference is we wouldn't have gotten DJ Moore. And the Colts don't have a DJ Moore to trade us. I know Michael Pittman's fine. He's not DJ Moore. DJ Moore's a better receiver. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you how well this worked out. Do I dare read the comments too? Um, looking at a lot of the people. What about uh, Javon Hargraves? Like these are some of the things we don't need. Or Okay, listen. Again, I'm seeing a lot of these comments. Carolina was a great team to trade with because they have an opportunity to be terrible. Even though the, the NFC South stinks and there's a chance you know, that the South stinks again. I still think the Panthers could be very bad. They got rid of DJ Moore. They don't have Christian McCaffrey anymore. They're going to have a rookie quarterback on a team that's kind of like building and they're going to be in a little bit of trouble. But I do think that we're going to have an opportunity to uh, go out there, and get guys like Peter Skaronsky and players like that. And again, Sam, we will let Ryan Poles determine whether we need Orlando Brown or not. We don't know. He does. Uh, and this also this is also great, too, because this takes us away from possibly bringing in DeAndre Hop. Like, DeHop would have been fine. But DeHop needs to go to a spot. Oh, by the way. Yeah, you know what? I guess we should address this, too. Um, I do want to bring that up, because that is funny, because this is something that I, I smarted off to somebody on Twitter who was like, hey, who? We'll be laughing when you end up with Jalen Carter thinking the Bears weren't going to move out of the number one overall spot. And you know what? Going out there and doing that. Uh, What if he does fall? What if this is one of those instances where it's a a Laramie Tunsil type of thing where Jalen Carter just falls? He just falls. And you're now sitting there at number nine with a guy who could possibly have been the number one overall pick. You're getting the guy you could have probably wanted all along. The only the only issue I have with that, and this is something the Bears are going to be very diligent about over the next couple of weeks, where is his, where is his, uh, where his character? What 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 are his character issues? The Bears, as I can guarantee you, are going to do a great job of investigating everything about Jalen Carter and what he what his makeup truly is. And if we run into a, a situation where team, and it it's happened again, going back to the Laramie Tunsil situation, there are you know instances where teams will just pass on a player. I'm also convinced that four quarterbacks are going to go. I think Anthony Richardson's probably going to go in the top five. I think that's an automatic lock. I really do believe that Stroud, Carter could still end up going somewhere. Earlier than that, Will Levis might, I I still think some team's going to reach for Will Levis. There's a, by the way, also keep an eye out for guys like Christian Gonzalez. Again, if we don't sign the corner, JML Dean, Christian Gonzalez could be a guy. Tyree Wilson, even Devon Weatherspoon. Uh, Lucas Van Ness is also a guy. Like these could also begat the Bears trading down even more. Paris Johnson, again, Paris Johnson, you know, we had a clip of him on the show on Tuesday effusively talking about Justin Fields and the relationship. But at the same time, you know, like there's there's a lot of possibilities. This is a great time. Like we we now have the stress. I don't know about you, but I know some of you were sitting there being like, what are we gonna get for this first overall pick? Because I I let some of the haters. With the Packers fans be like, make me sort of question it for a second? Um, But we shouldn't have. And by the way, I, Tyree Wilson still is in play. I know that he's been a, a hot name. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about him. But again, we don't know what these teams like. That's That's the beauty of the NFL draft is that you just never know. Not until you get into the mix. It's so good. I cannot tell you. Like, DJ Moore, man. I keep coming back. I'm sorry. I'm circling. I'm circling, I'm coming back. DJ Moore, what a great pickup that is. I love DJ Moore. I cannot get enough of him. Gosh, dang it. What a great pick. But in any event, um, thank you so much, everybody who, uh, who, oh, by the way, Bijan, I know. I know our friends are going to come out and be like Bijan Robinson. Let's not do that. Let's not get into that. That is going to be one. We're going to hear that name a lot as well, but there's going to be a lot of ways. Uh, certainly for the Bears to go. Well, want to thank everybody. By the way, let me just give out a quick shout-out to uh, Underdog Fantasy. It, if you love playing fantasy football, Underdog Fantasy is absolutely the best way to play fantasy sports. It's simple to get started. Just head to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, uh, which is amazing because you'll get updates on when teams and players are traded. Uh, go download the app. Sign up with the promo code SICK and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. And uh, next year, when you're sitting there, you're wondering whether you should take DJ more or not. You absolutely should. Uh, but you can be doing your drafts on Underdog Fantasy. By the way, they have a lot of props for the draft. Uh, if you're watching the Players' Championship right now, you can go out there and have some... Oh, there's... Some, it's so much fun. Golf is so much fun on Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you're doing it. But you know what? I got to run right now. I got to go out. I'm going to be on NFL Total Access tonight. Of course, if you're listening to us after the fact, I went on Total Access. Uh, But I will be on NFL Total Access tonight. Thanks to everybody for being here. Thanks to Anello and Sammy for setting this up so we could get out, get to you as quickly as possible. What a great day for the Chicago Bears, and I am so happy to have spent a small portion of it with you. So uh, until next time, until Tuesday night, bear down. We'll see you then. Sammy, play us out.
0: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy.